This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, it's Carm back at the Institute Summit, St. Petersburg, Florida. Thanks for being here and hanging out with us as we do a whole bunch of really good podcasts. I have a husband and wife team, and I love to interview husband and wife teams, Jeannie and David Light. Hi, guys. Hi. Great to be here, Carm. Hey, thank you so much. Lighthouse Auto Repair in Mantio? Manio. Manio. I'm never going to say that right. Manio, North Carolina. It's the Outer Banks. Yes. On an island. On an island. God's country, huh? Yes, we think so. Is there enough business on the island? Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) Did you hear that? They were on a podcast with me uh, that I did live from Las Vegas right after Apex 2019. And we put it, pretty much put a call out. It says, anybody wants to come by, we're going to broadcast it live. And you guys showed up and it was great. Thank you for doing that. And it's been way too long that I've had you on. But now that you're here with us at the Institute, a bunch of great things are going to, we're going to come out of this podcast. We're going to talk about the husband and wife relationship because I love to talk about that. And I find out so many interesting things and so will you. I also want to find out, what did you think of our speaker this morning? Oh, he was amazing. Did you walk away with any life-changing ahas oh more than one several those forms that he gave us in order to be a better person and exercise he made me want to exercise see isn't that interesting he made you want to because he showed us and explained that we're not getting any younger each and every day and that we're drinking too much soda and we're living in a sedentary life yes and we have the greatest excuse in the world is i don't have time And so we had him in here. We did an episode. So please listen to Chip. It's going to be great. When we turned off the microphones, we spent another half hour. I know one thing for sure. Tracy explained to him a couple of her challenges and he was, and he's got an answer for everything. So that was great. We're so happy that we got a chance to, to interview him. You know, if your car breaks down, where do you take it? To your locally trusted independent repair shop. What if your shop cannot access the vehicle data and only the manufacturer has access, but who owns the data? You, the vehicle owner, or the manufacturer, will join the fight to help support Right to Repair by completing the form at autocareadvocacy.org slash NAPA, which sends a letter to your member of Congress today. Right to Repair legislation protects your access to vehicle data and scan tools. This is critically important for the automotive, heavy-duty paint, and body industries. Husband and wife, you guys drive into work together? No. No. Ah, the smiles and the laughs on your face must mean that it's healthy not to. Well, we've worked, what, 31 years together every day. We just have different schedules at work. I got it. Okay. It's not because you both need to recharge on the way home. Jeannie, do you work? You don't work full-time at the business, do you? Pretty much. Oh, okay. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I'll come in at 8.30, you know. I don't have to be there early, you know. And I may leave it for sometimes. I may have something else I have to do in the afternoon, you know, yeah. so. You've got other stuff. I've got other stuff. Other stuff going on. What do you do in the business? I work in the, I work in the back office, the bookkeeping. Okay. Try to do the owner duties, you know, making sure everything's rolling smooth. It's nice to have the wife yes. in the back office, right? Yes. There's a trust issue you don't have to worry about. That's right. You? Oh yep. my God. She keeps everything. She keeps us out of trouble. Couple of great things that Jeannie has done recently that you said, Oh my God, thank God you were there. Oh, we opened a second shop. She was instrumental in that. I mean, she took care of all the paperwork, you know, the, the stuff we had, lawyer, bank, all that kind of stuff. She took care of that. I don't think you're built to do that, are you? No. <laughs> no, not me. No. Perfect. You're not working in the base still, are you, Dave? I am right now just because of a technician shortage. 
the area we live in, it's really hard to define technicians, but we can't even bring them in out of the area because there's no housing for them. So, but we have a guy moving today, actually, and that's supposed to start Monday. And he's going to take a lot of load off of me, hopefully. There's no housing. How not far a, away do you a, have to move in order to work at your place? Not affordable housing. Oh, not affordable. Ah, yes. Yeah, that makes all kind of sense in the world. So what are those homes on that island? What are they? Half a million? million? Uh, the average home price right now is, I think, six seventy-five. Okay. Well, that, so, would, uh, that would be a challenge. Yeah, for somebody starting out especially. Yeah. So how far away do they have to move? This is the second guy we've had move in, and he's living an hour and a half away. So the other guy, he did the same thing. He lived in the same area. And after a year, then he found a house closer, and then he was... 30 minutes away now. So the tech who's going to come to work for you is yes. going to drive an hour and a half. Yes. You know, I've heard this in other cases. Any incentive for him to have oh, to yes. invest in that? Okay. Oh, yes. All right. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Very well incentivized. Okay. So what motivated you guys to do a store too? I mean, was it an opportunity you just couldn't pass up? Exactly. Ah. Yes. It's only two miles from the shop we have right now. And the way the island is, it's a lot of historical stuff. So if this shop closed, another shop can never open back up. But at the same time, if somebody else opened a shop up, it would be direct competition for us. And we have plenty of car count. Thank goodness we're very blessed on that. So we just couldn't pass it up. Even just two miles away, is it a different market? Yes, it is. Yes. Do they know you over there? Yes. And so it didn't take much to kick it up? No, we haven't advertised any at all. And you haven't? We're already two weeks. Well, you're backed up. Our original plan was to shuffle cars from our original shop to the new shop yeah. for a few weeks, maybe a month, you know, to, to get it going. Well, the second day, Jenny was running. She's like, you got to come get these cars out of my way. We got too much. We got our own work here. We've talked so, to people that have done that close by. We, they called them satellites, yeah. but it's really on its own. Yeah. Are you still there, Jenny? I am not with two shops. As you can imagine, all the extra paperwork. I have somebody who helps me in the office two days a week. Oh, that's nice. It requires me to be in the back office sure. doing because I just, I get behind and can't keep up. And Guys, what kind of staff did you acquire? Was it a decent staff to start out? None. Uh, none? No, oh, no. so was it closed? Yes. It had closed for two months. It closed for two months, yeah. it, but it was closed and they still grandfathered you in. To allow yes. you to keep the shop going. Yes. Thank goodness. And did you buy the property, buy the business? What yes. did you do? Well, we bought the property. It was a new real business to buy. And the person who sold you the property owned, owned the business? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's so interesting is there are so many deals like that out there that sooner or later, the could the business owner have sold two years earlier if he accepted a decent deal? Because okay. a lot of people hold out for big money and then they're out. Yeah. He could have got a lot more money for it if he had sold it previously. Previously and kept it going mm -hmm. and then really paid attention to making money. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. What are the greatest challenges you have today to make money? Well, I know everybody says this, but technician shortage is a huge part. But also now finding parts is a huge thing also. We counted the other day. We have eight cars in the parking lot waiting on parts that we have no idea when the parts will be there. Are they common parts or dealer parts? Mm. No, they're very common parts. What's missing? Give me an example. We need an ABS module for a 2010 Explorer. Wow. No idea when it's going to be there. We need a transmission module, control module for a 2008 Silverado with an Allison transmission. Nobody has one. It's just finding them. Customers, how are they taking this? A few of them have said, well, I can find the part. And I was like, go ahead. You know, we'd be glad to put it on if you can find the part. And they come back a few days later and it's like, 
Yeah, I see your problem. So they're very understanding after they do that. Give me a back burner project you guys are working on or, or want to do. You mean one we're waiting on parts for? Is that what you're saying? No, no, just a project for the business, something you want to do. Oh, that we want to do in the business. Yeah, just want to. We'd like to redo the parking lot. Okay. So the parking lot's not in the best of condition. So that's one we really like to take care of, that and we're Napa Gold. So we've done the pro image thing out front. And the only thing we're missing out front is our awning. And that's one thing we're really excited to get. The income level, I'm assuming, is pretty heavy out there. So you're not a Euro shop or specialty shop, are you? Well, we do a lot of Euro stuff. You do it. And I do it personally. So this new guy that's coming in, that's what he specializes in. So that's why I'm really excited about him coming because he's going to take a lot of load off me. Jeannie, are you encouraging him to work less? Yes. And so this hire was all about that. Yes. yes. Got it. Now, once you can relieve yourself of some of those duties, Dave, what are you going to do? I really start marketing because right now we just don't have time. Well, wait a minute. You can hire people to do that. Well, yes, but I need to research that to find okay. out who okay. to contact. Okay. Well, there's a whole bunch of them in the hallway out here. Okay. Please spend some time with them. They're all good people. Oh, yeah. So you aren't marketing and yet you're all get out busy. Is the concentration of the market that type? Will you market and grow and say, we still can't handle what we have. Yes. We would like to be more selective on what we take. Aha. So smart. Yes. How long you been in business? Probably about 30 years. Yeah. 30, 30 years. years. There's no way you, you, you look like you've been in business 30 years. Oh yes. Really? Did yeah. you start it from scratch? Yes, we did. We started with a Quonset hut beside our house. <laughs> so it was just me and him. I was in the office handwriting tickets and he was out there turning wrenches. And Love over it. the those years, are, it's, it's just slowly grown. Those are just great stories. We were a mom and pop. Hey, have you visited the Napa Auto Care member site lately? Well, since its relaunch in 2020, the Napa Auto Care member site has continued to evolve to keep members updated on all the Napa programs, promotions, member benefits, and business building tools to help your business thrive. Some features to the member's site include never miss an update, stay current with notifications and announcements on the homepage, and view the dashboard featuring your shop's financial status. Also take advantage of cost-saving member-exclusive promotions and a faster automated 2424 peace-of-mind warranty submission process. Submit re-repair claims directly on the member's site and easily check the status there as well. Now, typically the claim is settled and EFT or credit card payment is sent within 48 hours. Turn searches into a new customer with a referral tracker. Now learn more about how a consumer Napa online search for your shop can generate new customers at no additional cost to members. Use this popular customer tool to evolve your marketing strategies and to get the most business value. Own more than one Napa Auto Care? Link all your facilities to one login and access all the facilities to one user. You can also access the Shop Napa Helm or Pro Office website directly. You can also submit a pro-image free look for a sneak peek at how you can co-brand your locally known name with a nationally recognized Napa brand. Also, submit online ASE certification renewal and test reimbursements. You also get exclusive access to dozens of industry-leading programs and solutions. Now, if you're a Napa Auto Care member, visit member.napaautocare.com to access the member portal and take advantage of these many member benefits today. Now, if you're not a Napa Auto Care Center, contact your servicing Napa Auto Parts store to learn more 
about how to join the Napa family. So what's your opinion on the whole consolidation thing? I mean, you're a consolidator. You really didn't buy a business, but you bought a shop. You took one out, put it under your umbrella. Is this going to continue pretty big? I know we're talking about it here at this summit. I think it will. I think the multi-shopper thing is a growing. It's the new wave. Is there any other place in the Outer Banks that would interest you to continue to grow? I would like to move over to the beach, on the beach itself. On the beach? Yeah. That'd be a nice market to approach. And right now you're not on the beach. No, nope. now we're on the island in between the outer barrier island and the mainland. Got it. So, okay. Yeah. Give me some awesome news about you guys. I was excited. I got fired from North Shop last week. They told <laughs> me they didn't need me anymore. That was pretty exciting. What'd you have to do with it, Jeannie? I didn't have anything. I was glad that he, you know, took the initiative and they told him. Yeah. Why do people want to come and work for you guys? I want to say it's our uh, team atmosphere. We try to be really strong leaders and just give our, our employees really take care of them. I want almost employees to, to succeed. Not If it's not with me, it's not a problem. I mean, we had several employees move on and I still help them any way I can because I want to see everybody succeed, not just my employees. Do you guys do any kind of food or, you know, a Friday lunch for mm-hmm. your team? We have a meeting once a month, a full staff meeting. We first lunch. We have another technician who's an excellent cook. Uh, he likes to barbecue and grill. So we supply him with the food and he cooks it and it's delicious. You know why I asked that? Because of our seminar this morning. I was thinking Chip said all about the wrong foods that we're eating. Oh, yes. And I think about all the shop owners that I know in the entire country that Sometimes provide lunch every day, and sometimes it's, like you say, there's a certain Friday thing going on. And I wonder how many that were sitting in that room where the keynote was given are thinking, may rethink the whole food thing. Yeah. You have your monthly meeting. Mm-hmm. Are you going to start that monthly meeting with yes? Oh, yeah, definitely. Wasn't that cool? Was, it was that wasn't good, awesome. It was really great. We did a video with Chip on that. That was really good. So think back to your grammar school days, Jeannie. Mm-hmm. Is it? Big learning curve that happened then. There's something you take away and says, I'll never forget that. That was, that was a big monumental change or pivot in your life as a young person. Well, it was probably more middle school, but I don't want to get too sappy here, but my brother passed away when I was 13. He was 10 years old. And, you know, I think that just had a big impact on, you know, losing a sibling at that age and, you know, realizing the value of family and, yeah. you know, everything. Still deep in your heart right now. It is. It's been a, quite a few years ago. Well, but. how about you, Dave? Well, that was a long time ago for me, Carl. Stop it. Go that far Stop back. it. I can remember <laughs> fifth grade. <laughs> oh, I remember one science teacher who had a big impact on my life. He helped me out with some different projects that we were going through in science class and all. And just his personal touch on that, that made a big impact yeah. on me. I have a memory, and I didn't ask you that question, but it just flushed through me. and. There's like 10 monumental things in my high school early that I, I'll never forget. And one of them was when my best friend and mentor, my person I looked up to the most, my granddad passed. And I was a senior in high school. We're from an Italian family. So what do you think Grandma Rose wanted to do? Lay him out at the house. And in many cases, that was traditional. Yes. Well, it happened. We went to the church and then the funeral people completely reset the home as it looked before. 
they took all the furniture out and put it all back in after while we were at church and went to the funeral home. And when we came back, I went bananas. I went nuts. I went crazy because I kept saying, why is everybody here drinking and eating food? Grandpa just died. Yeah. I didn't know and understand. Yeah. Really interesting. So a big pivot in your business, guys, that really allowed you to flourish and be where you are today. Oh, it was RLO, which is the Institute now. Yeah. And that's Jeannie's. Yeah, that was my doing because we had been, it was 2017 and um, we were at the Napa conference they had in Williamsburg, Virginia at the time. Sure. And we met Dan Gilly and Victor Asik and started talking to them and um, had lunch with them and, you know, just talking and they were, you know, pulling out, well, what do you think? I was, you know, and we're like, I know there's so many things we're not doing right. You know, we could be doing better and. We talked and we come home and a few days later, I think Vic called us back and me and David were talking and I said, David, you know, we were like the cost to join. He was like, but it's so expensive. I said, but if we just double our investment, we will have gained some knowledge. You know, we will have done something, you know, it would be a good investment even just to double. So we joined the gorilla shop management. I kind of did it. I was like, yep, we're doing it. So he was. And you said, yes, ma'am. No, I, she'd already done it. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, oh, wow. See, yeah. you knew that you had to yeah. not even tell them. Huh? Yes. So we did it and went through Gorilla Shop Management. And the year we joined, our sales were around the $550,000. Mm-hmm. The next year, 2018, we changed locations, bought the first shop we're at now, almost doubled our sales to, it was about nine thirty-five, nine fifty. No doubt you could have afforded it. Yes, so many people come on the show and they talk about the tweak that made the difference. And a lot of them come up with a tweak to afford the coaching, be it, you know, X amount of dollars on the labor rate or a half a point here or there on margin over the size of the business. And look at if everything continues the same, there's the money. Don't spend it. Don't do anything. But there's the money for coaching. And you'll be surprised that so many coaches come on the show, because I love coaches and they say, usually in the first year, people have, they can find 300 some thousand dollars of gross margin that Mm -hmm. they they can add into the business, which is, you know, phenomenal to think about it. I'm an advocate of coaching and thank you for saying what you did. I want more and more people in our country, in North America that are struggling to stop and stop saying no, stop saying I can't, stop saying I won't and listen to Dave and Jeannie here about the pivot that they made in their business. No regrets. I mean, you're still coming to conferences. You're still involved in coaching. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. When we finished Gorilla Shop Management, John Wampler became our coach. Oh, wow. And I mean, just the little things, you know, the things, oh, I thought I knew. I didn't know, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and it really turned everything around for us. What I thought I knew. I mean, God, that's just such a big statement. Yes. I'd say you can't afford not to have a coach. Because this year we did one six, you know, in three bays. So anyway, there's no way we would even, well, that's, there's no way we could even be close to that without one six, three bays plus the new show. Yes. Yeah. The new shop's always on a song. How long have you had it? Since August of, we opened August of 22. Of 22. So six, seven months old, six, seven months old. It's a baby. The new shop. Yes. Yeah. It's a baby. What do you got projected this year? How much are you going to do? We hope to hit one six again in the. The original shop, the three okay. bay and the new shop we own one, two, one, four, maybe. Wow. You're on fire. 
Yeah, we're very blessed. Good for you. Are you going to stop at uh, three, four, five? Oh, no, we're not AJ. <laughs> oh, very good. As a reference to AJ Neely. <laughs> I see. Okay. Is AJ in your group? Yes. Ah, I yes. see. Uh, someone to not necessarily want to emulate, but somebody to look up to. Right? Oh, AJ is phenomenal. Yeah. You know, he's got it going on. Any new piece of equipment you guys have bought recently? We just bought a alignment machine. Okay. What brand? At Hoffman. Okay. Yep. The 770. Very impressed with it. Cool. Very happy. Good. You sell a lot of tires then? We sell a fair amount. Yeah, yeah. we do. Uh, did you replace your old alignment machine or is this new? Well, our old shop, we didn't have room for alignment machine and we were uh, uh, farming it out to another shop. And okay. They, we worked really well together, but uh, the new shop had one, but it was older. So we upgraded it. Yeah. We're excited to be able to do it in-house now. Excellent. Any new benefits for your peoples uh, that you, you've added recently? Are you going to? As we've grown and we've added in the last year or so, two years, mm -hmm. health insurance, we've added the retirement where we match up to 3%. You can't hire people without programs like that. No. no. So the technician shortage, you mentioned it 10, 15 minutes ago. Everything I know about the industry is you got to make your technicians. Right, you're right. You got to make them, right? Yeah. And apprentice programs, working with high school, working with college, internships, all of that. If we continue to ignore it, it's going to be like coaching. Shoulda, woulda, did it. You know, you got to do all that stuff. The retention piece, which is the reason that I ask if you've added any new benefits, is all about really trying to, knowing that competitively, you can pay the rate mm -hmm. so that you can keep your people. Ever brought any interns in? We have not because in our area, we don't, the schools don't have any classes, automotive classes, nothing oh, like that. And there's no colleges close by, nothing like what that. What a crime. I bet you went to it when you were young. Oh, I did. See? Yeah. And I've spoke with local college, but nothing yet. The skilled trades is really becoming front and center in our industry. I think we're going to see a completely renewed push into our education for even if they're not going to invest in putting those kinds of skilled trades back into the high school, they're going to build a facility that many, many high schools can participate in. Hopefully. They're kind of a cooperative where, you know, I, I remember talking to a fella down in, oh, I think it was Illinois. There's 21 schools that go to this automotive center. They get bust into it every, every single day. And I think they're so excited about what they're teaching and how they're going out and getting internships. Why? Because the industry is paying attention like never before. They don't have to beg to place people. No, oh, yeah. They don't. And then it's your responsibility to take them to the next level. So training, I don't want to ask you what your budget of training is. Do you have a certain number of hours that you're requiring your people to have? Are you doing webinars? Are you sending them to leader-led classes? Tell me about your commitment to training. We're doing webinars and okay. we do have a 40 hour minimum. Okay. At the end of the year, we pay them for training. Perfect. And, but at the end of the year, if they've just completed the 40 hours of training, then they get another bonus per se on nice. top of that. Nice. Yeah. So it's part of your culture. Yes. Let me assume that you joined the RLO group because you weren't happy with your profit. Well, as he always says, we looked at our bank account. We thought we were doing good, you ah, know, Okay, but that's not a measure. Did you ever struggle with when you saw the financial statement from the accountant and he says, hey, you made $32,000 this year. And then you say, well, where's the money? It's somewhere else. Yeah, I get it. Yes. The exciting part, I, I think when I've interviewed 
shop owners is that while when we started to make money, there was kind of almost unbelievable sigh of relief, but a more confidence that all the things that we're going to do are going to really make a difference because we are, we are making money and building wealth to not only hire great people, but for your future. Oh yeah. And we could share the wealth with our technicians. You know, we could pay them better. Well, what kind of tips would you give to a young person? I'm a tech, I watching my boss, he's making a lot of money. I'm going off on my own. And we know the rest of the story. Yeah. Don't know a whole lot about business and there's a struggle that happens. What kind of tips would you give to a young person? If they wanted to open their own shop? Yeah. I would say get a coach. I know it sounds like a simple answer, but it is just, I kick myself every day for not having a coach earlier. Uh, I just think, where would I be if I got a coach 10, 15 years earlier? You know, Trace, it's amazing. Every time I ask that question, that's the answer I get. Every single time. It's the truth. Wow. And it's not only the coaching, it's, to me, it's the friendship, you know, the camaraderie you build in the, in the groups and the, you know, you have an issue. Oh, let me pick up the phone and call so-and-so, you know, you have a network of people that you can call and bounce ideas off on and they go, oh yeah, I did that. It, it didn't work. Or, oh, that was a great idea. You know, yeah, we, you know, you just you build this camaraderie and friendship with people in the industry that. You're so right about networking. Hey, listen, I got an idea. Got a minute. It's either a good or bad idea, or you decide you have to go back and keep fermenting the idea because someone said to you a different angle that you never thought of. Exactly. And you're not quite ready. Every market's different. You're different as the person you talk to or called, but that whole phone a friend, you know, phone a friend idea works so powerfully in groups and in networks. Oh, yeah. Dave, do you have a superpower? Technicians tell me I have a superpower of being level. Level? Yes. I don't see it all the time, but I'm just... Steady as he goes? Yes. So you don't get flustered at one end and, uh, and depressed at the other? I had a guy one time tell me his boss went off on him and he's, he was in the Navy. And he's like, look, the captain of the ship never gets upset. He never shows panic. He said, because if you do, the whole ship's going to panic. So I've thought about that numerous times and I try not to panic. I think it's a great superpower. It's really good. They're going to look at your, you as the leader. Jeannie, a superpower? Do I have a superpower? Oh, yes, you have numbers. Okay. If you don't know, you can tell us. <laughs> What's one of her superpowers? I, I'm saying, I guess I just don't look at myself that way as, you know. But something you do really well, but, really good. What was it? Somebody, we were talking with Juliana the other day and somebody showed something about, oh, I said, being a female in a man's world. You know, you feel like you have to work extra hard. And I felt like I said, I don't feel like people, you know, I've made an impact. And he's, he told me, he said, you have. He said, look at all the people that we've met and just, you know, ask your advice now. So I don't know if that's really a superpower, but that's kind of, I probably went a little different direction. No, there, but. no, I absolutely love it. I mean, you would have never thought years ago that you'd be getting phone calls from people asking for your advice on a business move. Right. Never, ever yes. thought of it. Yes. But your superpower is that as you were in the network, I'm going to paraphrase this. What, yes. Here's what I'm learning from you. As you've been in the network, as you've been on these calls, as, you, as you've paid attention, did what you thought was the right next move because of the accountability issue with your coach, you're now most incredibly respected among yes. your peers. Yes. And your superpower was you were a doer. 
You were doer and you did. Yes. Wow. Cool as that. So what do you look forward to? You're here at the conference for all kinds of good reasons. Give me one of them. It's a recharge for me. Ah. It's a recharge. You know, you get in your day-to-day business and you think, man, I just had a bad day. This Nothing went right this day. But every three months I get to get with my group and it's just a recharge. Everybody else has the same problems we do. Even we think our problems are specific to us and they're not. You just get to talk and recharge your batteries and ready to tackle the next project. So well said. Wow. Wearetheinstitute.com is the Institute Summit. We're here in St. Petersburg. So honored to have this really nice, cool studio and doing a lot of great interviews, including Jeannie and David Light from Lighthouse Auto Repair. Let me see if I can say that right. Mantio? You got it. Mantio, North Carolina in the Outer Banks. Thank you so much for the interview. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Enjoyed it. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.